Good morning. Today is Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. There are two psukim, two verses, in next week's Parsha, the Parsha Vayelech. I don't think I'm going to have a chance to discuss them next week, so I want to discuss it today because it is too important to miss. In next week's Parsha, the Parsha Vayelech, we have a verse, a Pasuk as follows. And this song shall be before you as a witness. Remember a couple of days we talked about the way in which the Torah is referred to as a song. We discussed that. So here's the same metaphor. The Torah will be a witness. That the Torah will never be forgotten from the Jewish people. It's an amazing Pasuk. In this line, God promises us that no matter what happens, despite the vicissitudes of history, of experience, the Torah will never be forgotten by the Jewish people. And it is true till today. We do not and we will not forget God or his Torah. A magnificent statement that we can see today as true. The question is, is the promise mutual? Is there a corresponding promise that God won't forget us? And here we come to the second Pusuk I want to mention in next week's Parsha Vayelech. And this is perhaps the most frightening verse in the entire Torah. God says, Va'anochi haster astir panai bayomahu. God says, On that day, I will surely hide my face from you. I'll call hara'ah asher asa because of all the evil that we have done. Kifana el Elohim acherim when you turn to other gods. God will remove himself from us. God will hide himself from us. Frightening. And of course, we live in this time of Hesterpanim. God is hidden. However, there is one more Pasuk. There's a verse in Shir Hashirim. Now, Shir Hashirim, Song of Songs, written by Shlomo Amela, King Solomon, is a poetic work that has meaning on several different levels. One of the levels is it is the story of the history of God and the Jewish people, the history of our relationship. And it is expressed in 
poetic terms. So the moment of closeness, the greatest closeness between God and the Jewish people in all of human history was the moment of the Jewish people standing at Mount Sinai and hearing God speak openly, the Aseris Adibros, the Ten Commandments. That's described in Shirashirim as the marriage, the moment of the greatest intimacy and passion, romance between God and the Jewish people. And then Shir Hashirim describes when things are not going so well. When, because of our sins, there is distance between ourselves and God. And of course, everything that I'm saying relates on a national level to the Jewish people. The promise not to forget. The situation of being hidden. And it also likewise applies to every single one of us as individuals in what we go through. We go through times where we never forget. And we go through times where God appears to be absent from us. And Shir Hashirim also addresses itself both to us in a national sense, and also to every one of us as individuals in what we go through in life. And when the, the work Shir Hashirim describes the distancing in very sad, tragic, poetic words, there is this verse. Hineze omeid achar koslenu. But even though our beloved is distant and appears to us to be absent, behold, our beloved, referring to God, is actually just standing on the other side of the wall. Mashkiach min hachalonos. He is watching us from the window, through the window. Meitzitz min hacharakim. He is gazing at us through the lattice work. A window is an opening within a wall. A lattice is a, is a wall. It's a division, but there are openings. And so even though God is distant from us and hidden from us, but Shirashirim assures us but God is just on the other side of the wall. God is still watching us through the window. God is still gazing through the latticework. There are openings in that separation between God and ourselves. Again, on the national level and on the individual level for every single one of us. The best way I have to describe this is something that existed in our building for many years. We don't have this exact thing right now, but in the first years that I came in for many, many years going back in the Adath building, we always had a kitty corner, a gardery. We do have a gardery, but today because of the construction, it's set up a little bit differently. So what I'm going to say doesn't apply exactly today, but for many years we had this gardery and the gardery was at the end of a hallway in our building, 
and the door to the gardery was a door and there was a small window on top so you can see through who's on the other side. And I always remember, and today is September 1st, there are many people here and around the world that are starting school today. I always remember the first day of school at the gardery. So you understand. It's one thing, first day of school in university, in high school, even elementary school, but gardery, you know, that's the start of everything. And very often that's the first time that little children have been separated from their parents for any time. And as you can understand, and you may have this experience, you may remember it. First time you drop off a child at Gartery and the child and the, and the parents leave, you know, the child starts crying. And of course, you know, those first few days in Gartery, I can tell you all the way down the hall of my office, I can sometimes hear there's a lot of, uh, a lot of crying and children feel they've been, you know, uh, they've been neglected, they've been uh, forgotten, they've been, uh, they're bereft. But I always remember those first couple of days, parents would drop off their child to the gardery. Child's inside. Child doesn't see the parent anymore and child starts crying. So inside there's crying. But the parents stand outside looking in through the window. So I would walk down and I would do this specifically to see this groups, you know, as they would drop off their children, parents would linger and they're watching through the window. The children don't know that they're there, but of course the parents are watching because the parents still feel this love and devotion and they care. It hurts them that their children are crying. They know it's for their best interest. They know they need it to grow and to develop. Okay, but it's still painful for any parent to have a child crying. And every time I would see that scene, I would always think of this Pasuk and Shirashirim. That's what God is doing. He is omeid achar kosleinu. He's standing on the other side of the wall. Mashkiach menachalonos. He's watching through the window. Meitzitz menacharakim. He's gazing through the holes, through the openings in the latticework. A few years ago, I was on a trip to Israel. I hope to get back soon. And, of course, I was at the Kotel. You go to the Kotel. What an amazing, inspiring, wonderful site, wonderful place to pray to be close to Hashem, to see the entire Jewish people gathering. Amazing, amazing. And it was just at that time, just a couple of years ago, it hit me. Behold, our beloved is standing on the other side of the wall. That's the Kotel. That's the wall. That's the wall. Why is it that the Kotel is so important to us today? It's not the Beit HaMikdash. It's not the Holy Temple. It's not a wall of the Holy Temple. It's an outer wall around the whole, the whole compound. Why is it so important to us? It's so important because it is the place from behind which God 
is watching us. It is the place that affirms that God never forgets us and that we will never forget God or his Torah. The presence of that wall is a promise from God that his presence is ongoing. We don't see it. We can't feel it. It's hidden from us. But it's there. Always there. And even during the time of Hester Panim, he's still on the other side of that wall. And he's still gazing at us through the cracks in that wall. We're going to come to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. I've shared this with you before. Everything that we do, blowing shofar, fasting on Yom Kippur, repentance, prayer, everything that we do, these are vehicles. They are not the ends in and of themselves. They are the vehicles, the tools to the ultimate goal, which is coming closer to God. And especially just before the days when that is the ultimate goal, the Torah reminds us, yes, we're in a time of Hester Panim. Yes, it is terrible. The way it appears is frightening on a national level and to every one of us as individuals to feel that we've been left alone, to feel that we're being ignored, to feel that God is not there, God is not with us. That is how it looks and that is how it feels. That's what Hester Punim is. But here's the reminder. It's just on the surface. Yes, our experience is valid, but it is a superficial experience. Because the reality is that we never forget God and God never forgets us. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.